If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hey, Jill. Hi, Colleen. Tell me, when you go to education conventions, do you walk around in the expo hall? Like where all the vendors are, the vendor hall, you go in there? Okay. Of course. I have small children, so I just get every little gadgety thing I can bring home. (laughs) (laughs) Pencils, pens. Actually, it's really fun. Uh, For the rest of the year, then, I'm using like little notepads from all kinds of friends in the expo hall. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. What's the best thing you ever got in the expo hall? I got a t-shirt once. It was a, like a pro-life t-shirt for a oh. long time. Yeah. I think it was, you have to go through nice. the expo hall in the final hour on the final day because no one wants to pack up their stuff. So you might have to miss a session, that's right. but if you're willing to like do one more swoop <laughs> through there, you're going to get the best stuff at the end. Oh my gosh. That's, that's great. Well, that's funny because that's what I was going to um, talk about today was the things that teachers love in the expo hall. Yes. Well, that's my answer. (laughs) At a convention. So I was recently at a convention. Um, I was at the Indiana non-public education association convention in Indianapolis. And um, I was there with I was there for a couple of reasons, actually. So I was there with my company, Inclusion Solutions, and we were in the expo hall. We had our own space in the expo hall. And then I was also hanging out in the Loyola Press booth and talking about the podcast and handing out Catholic Teachers Lounge mugs and prayer cards and talking to people about the podcast and hopefully getting some new listeners while while we were there. But Well, so shout out out to all of our Indiana listeners. So thanks for joining us in the lounge. Yes, if you if you're a recent uh, if you're a recent comer to the lounge, welcome. I hope you enjoy it. I promised legit PD and some entertainment, <laughs> so hopefully we're delivering. Great. <laughs> so my experience in the um, in the expo hall at the convention was that teachers 
really love, of course, the pens and of course the post-it notes, but also they get really excited when there's chocolate on the table. Oh, sure. So we should, yes, always, always, always give away chocolate. They also get really excited about winning prizes at this particular convention. You know, you could walk around and pick up raffle tickets from certain tables. So I had raffle tickets at my table and I also donated a prize to the, um, to the convention so that someone could win, uh, an adapted, our prize from my company was a, a toolkit of adaptive equipment for the classroom. And it links to an online resource where people can learn how to use those adaptive tools in the classroom um, and who those tools might benefit. So it was a pretty cool prize, hopefully, that a teacher took and can, you know, used used immediately on, on the following day, you know, back at school. But um, they love to win prizes, um, but they also are reluctant to talk about themselves. So especially when I'm standing in the Loyola Press booth and I'm trying to get ideas for the podcast. And I just like walk up to people and cold ask them, Hey, tell me about the best thing that goes on in your classroom. Jill, it never fails. Like, do you know what, what the face, because I know you do this too. Can you picture the face of someone when you say, tell me the coolest thing that goes on in your classroom? What do they do? I think you're going to try to sell them some crazy product (laughs) that that they don't have any means to purchase. So yeah, it's like when you go to the mall and there's those booths in the center of the mall and they're trying to like sell you hand cream or something you don't need. So yeah, I know the face. I've seen the face. And they're like trying to not make eye contact. And you're like, no, seriously, like, tell me your best. I'm not, I'm not here to sell you anything. Like I want to promote your awesome idea. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to steal from you. (laughs) I'm going to make content out of your awesome idea. So what, so what, what do you got going on? So it's like that, that blank face, you know, well, I got, I got two really good ideas from um, people just from that kind of cold walk up to, well, okay. So one of them was kind of funny. I walk up to this teacher and she was standing, her, she and two of her coworkers were standing and talking to the Loyola Press people um, about one of their, uh, one of their products. And so the one teacher that was just kind of browsing around, I grabbed her. I was like, Hey, you know, do you listen to podcasts talking about the podcast? And I said, you know, we, we just talk about great ideas from teachers on the podcast. What's one of the, what's a great idea that you could share with other teachers? What's the greatest thing that goes on in your classroom? Totally blank face. So like, so, you know, like a, a few seconds later, her friends see that, you know, she's talking to me, like in this conversation, they walk over and I said, Hey, can you tell me the best thing that goes on in her classroom? Because exactly. Jill, you know as well as I do. Exactly. <laughs> We've yes. Right? You tell the colleague what's the coolest thing that colleague does. You're gonna get it. And you know, and I I just I don't know why that is. Like why we don't I I think that teachers think that if they know something, then well, obviously everybody must know it. Or if I know how to do this, then probably everybody knows how to do it. And it's so not true. So, so this wonderful teacher, she's an eighth grade math teacher from a holy family school in um, New Albany, Indiana. Her name was Stephanie Bratcher. And so when I said to her, Stephanie, please tell me about the great things that go on in your classroom, blank stare. She says, well, I just teach math. And so her colleagues offered up, they were like, oh, well, in Stephanie's classroom, everybody's always moving. And then the light bulb went on Uh and her eyes brightened up and she goes, 
oh yeah, that, that is true. She said, everybody's always moving in my classroom. She's like, it's not just me. She's like, yeah, when the kids are like doing their bell ringer or something, I'm walking around constantly. She said, I do constant assessment, constant feedback. I always know exactly where they are. I know where, uh, which student is going to need some extra help that day. Like I know exactly what's happening all the time with all of my students. She said, I move a lot. The kids get up and move a lot. I keep the pace of the lessons moving. Like all the kids are on board. We're all moving. It is not chaotic. It's just really busy. And it's all about assessment and feedback all the time. I was like, okay. You know what that reminds me of, Colleen? It reminds me of, um, because when you're in the groove in that moment, you're totally on as a teacher. Like I know what everyone's up to. I know who needs what. We're all chatting. We're all getting, we're all progressing. But it reminds me of when I go to a restaurant and you watch the servers and the bartenders just do their thing. And that was not, I've worked in restaurants as a hostess, but not as a server. And a strong server or bartender can do this really, really Mm -hmm. well without even thinking. And it sounds like this math teacher does it a little bit on autopilot because they kind of know mm-hmm. how to how to move their way around the room and it comes with practice but is not something to give up on because it is really really important mm-hmm and so, you know, and so as I was thinking about what she, you know, what she was saying she was good at and what she was obviously very proud of, like, this is how my classroom works. There's a, there's a, a, a climate in her classroom of, of high expectation. Everybody's busy. Everybody's working. They know that she's there. She's got their back. She knows that, you know, they know that she wants them to be successful and she's going to help them get there. Like I could just feel mm-hmm. that, you know, so it was, it was, that was pretty cool. And then I, so I grabbed another teacher. So she, she walked. Um, she walked on and then I grabbed another teacher, his name, um, actually it was somebody I knew. Um, he, <laughs> oh, you're going to love this. So this, he was actually a former student of mine. Don't you what? love when your former students awesome. are now teachers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, I said, Hey Quinn, come over here. So his name is Quinn Clossy. He is a, um, American history teacher. So he teaches juniors at Cecina Memorial High School in Indianapolis. And I said, tell me, tell me something, you know, that you do in your classroom every day. So that's a, that's good. It sets the tone for the day, something you're really proud of, whatever it is. And again, the blank look, he's like, I don't know. I just kind of do my thing. I said, well, what, what, what's your, what's thing? your thing? And he said, well, <laughs> He said, it's really important to build community in my classroom. And I want people to be able to make connections to history. And I always want the kids thinking and talking. So, okay. So how do you do that? So he said, well, one thing I do is I always do a on this day in history so that kids know on this particular date, this is what was happening on this particular date in in previous years of history, which I... I don't ever think I had a history teacher that did that. I really love that. I do too. You know, making this day relevant. And we've talked about how hard it is for kids to make timelines. I think like it's something you have to conceptualize. Uh And when you teach the same class a bunch of times, the timeline makes sense to you. But the first time through, it kind of doesn't like what else was happening in the world at this time. So I love the, I love what you're saying because this day in history is not going to go chronologically. It's going to be like they're going to have to kind of plot those out by year, you know, by year as they kind of weave them all together. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked that. And then he, so then he said, he also encourages thinking and conversation. I said, how do you, so how do you get kids, you know, talking and thinking? I said, well, sometimes I just have to use a warm up, you know, to roll into conversation, get people talking. And then I roll into the content. I said, well, you know, give me an example of a, of a question used. And he said, um, he said, oh, he, he said it was a really interesting conversation when I asked them, how old is too old to go trick or treating? (laughs) (laughs) So that's, 
yeah, because they're juniors in high school. It's a, that's a good question to ask high school kids. So anyway, so it's all about setting the tone and um, being mindful of the climate in the classroom. And I think that was a similarity for both of those teachers that I talked to, their mindfulness about what is happening um, in their classrooms and setting a good climate for expectation and excellence. So awesome. that was... That was great. It was awesome. So, but that is the bell. So it is time to go back to class. Thank you for the energy boost. As we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts, keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode. As we talk more about great ideas from fellow teachers, we will see you next time.